0: Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that we refuse to use. No doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for August 26th in the year of our Lord 2022. This is our one of two and a goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Using the supreme law of the land, the constitution of the United States of America, we call it the blueprint for liberty. We also are convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. One of the great peaceful solutions we still have at our fingertips, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled. We're taking America back one heart, one mind, one issue at a time for right Eh? you got to dig that. And best of all, uh, we had Brian Rust on the radio with us yesterday and Kelly Finnegan. And we talked about the Honest Money Report, gold and silver, and the manipulation thereof. We talked about Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana, predicted that Anthony Fauci would be spending a lot of time in front of congressional committees. Hint, hint, that's if the Republicans take over. He says unless um, Fauci goes to a foreign country, he should be expected to be subpoenaed and a whole lot more. And I appreciate the rhetoric from John. I appreciate that the Republicans tell you how awesome they'll be if you elect them. But every time you elect them, you get a big old nothing burger. Yeah, we're gonna abolish Obamacare. Yeah, we're gonna lock Hillary up. Yeah, we're gonna abolish the Education Department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, we better get to the bottom of the IRS scandals. They're treating conservatives unfairly. Wow, none of these things have happened. So I appreciate your rhetoric, John. That's what it does. It takes to get elected. I get all that, but I don't have a lot of confidence in anything any of you say anymore. First Lady Jill Biden test positive for the COCO. Double vaxed, double boosted, and now she's got vaccine. I'm sorry, she's got COVID for the second time in a row, ladies and gentlemen. COVID rebound for Jill. Now, don't get me wrong. Our prayers are that she can go through that just fine. I'm not attacking her personally. I'm attacking the dishonest fake news narrative that they've pitched that if you get vaccines, you'll be fine. You won't spread it and you won't get sick. Lie, lie. That's the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen. Biden, they say, forgives close to $4 billion. In student debt, what's next, you ask? We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds. IRS waiving $1.2 billion in taxpayer penalties, the epic Times. Why? Because during COVID, people filed late and they got penalties, and the government's going to waive those penalties just for you. The government's, by the way, late on giving people back their tax refunds. Why don't we charge the government penalties for that fiasco? Oh, don't worry. They're going to spend $80 billion, hire a bunch of more IRS agents to get to the bottom of that just for you, aren't they? The radical deep state controls the House. They also have the Senate, and a whacked-out Uncle Joe holds the White House. If they take control of the Supreme Court, some say it's over, we're finished. My response is not true. The deep state's had control of everything, whether the Republicans or the Democrats have been in office for literally decades, and the country's not finished. The only way back is to turn to God Almighty to focus on your family, the fundamental unit of society, and defend your country and the traditions of our founding fathers. Those are the only... True markers for a way back to real solutions, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody else is feeding you full of baloney. Ron DeSantis calls Anthony Fauci a little elf and says somebody needs to chuck him across the Potomac. That's TheBlaze.com, and I appreciate Ron DeSantis' salty language on this. But again, all talk, no action. Fauci's going to ride off into the sunset with a big old tax payer-funded pension you watch. Second hour, we had our incredible guest Michael Perutka on the radio with us, constitutional presidential nominee for 2004. He just won his Republican primary for the Maryland Attorney General position. Ladies and gentlemen, that is huge. Patriotsforperutka.com is where you can learn more about his incredible campaign. Michael Perutka in the Office of Attorney General will affect real change in Maryland. He's basically considered, in my view, a modern-day founding father. The guy understands the Constitution like nobody's business, folks. And he has the fortitude to prosecute those who don't adhere to the supreme law they swear to. He also has an organization called Institute on the Constitution. The goal is, quote, pray, study, and act. Please join our mission to restore the constitutional republic through grassroots education, become America or become a member. The That's Michael Perutka. We also had Mackie Stafford on, his campaign manager, campaign coordinator, I should say. And it's it's um Mackie, I guess, got fired from a sales job for not complying with medical tyranny. Now she fights. For Freedom does a wonderful job helping out Michael and we talked about the five key issues the bullet points of Michael Prutka's campaign the five key issues are as follows prosecute secure defend restore and protect amen Michael Michael says liberty forever mandates never now they say Michael Prutka's a neo Confederate activist wins GOP race for Maryland but you know what I don't even know what a Neo Confederate is okay he believes that in states rights he believes the declaration of independence documents we have the right to secede but he says what do you mean i'm asking to succeed or to secede for the union i'm the guy asking to be attorney general for one of the states i'm not talking about secession although we have the authority to do so should we choose they say the gop then nominated a quote pro secession or quote pro secessionist Christian nationalist for Maryland attorney general. See, they have these attack pieces. But look, uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden both swore an oath to the supreme law of the land, right? If you swear an oath to a national, to a nation, are you a nationalist? That means Joe Biden's a nationalist if he swore an oath, right? Joe Biden's white and Joe Biden claims to be a Christian. So isn't Joe Biden a Christian nationalist as well? Anyway, see how they manipulate this, folks, to be dishonest? Michael Peruka also believes that public education is a quote communist plot. Amen to that fact. It's not a belief, it's a fact. Go look it up. It's the 10th plank of the communist manifesto for crying out loud. Oh my gosh, you news hounds. Why don't you do your research? They say that he also believes that abortion and gay marriage violates God's law. Well, amen to that fact. And then they finally say, you know, the bad guy Peruka believes that there's the separation of church and state's a big old lie. Wow, I believe everything like that. Two, Why? Because it's factual. It's documentable. And more. Anyway, great interview with Michael Parutka on Liberty Roundtable Live, available at LovingLiberty.net and or and er, and Liberty News Radio, not to mention LibertyRoundtable.com. All right, that's a recap. Without further ado, let's launch into the broadcast today. Dr. Scott Bradley's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir.
2: Well, thank you very much. Uh, As I said last night on my webinar, We're in a target-rich environment. Uh, You can shoot any direction you want. You've got something worthy of your aim. Uh, There's so much going on right now, it's extremely difficult to not be able to say, um, let's have an overabundance of uh, topics that that really each one probably warrants a full hour of discussion because of the critical nature of them. This nation, I don't think I've ever seen, and I've been paying attention for many decades, I've never seen as much... mud thrown against the wall as there has been in the last few years. It was really Two points on that.
1: Number one, though, the attention span of the American people won't allow an hour on every topic. You've got to spend a minute on every topic or two where people kind of melt down and can't even handle it. Uh, thank heavens to all the, um, you know, societal realities that we face. That's number one. Number two, uh, the problem is they're intentionally throwing this much stuff on the wall. Part of Zelensky's plan was to just absolutely overwhelm everyone uh, with too much, too much, too much. And in that, then, the government ferrets out what they want and moves forward with their plans every one of us gets the noose around our neck a little tighter as we try to fight the information intentional information overload so the first one AOC Acacio cortez accused of blowing off critical financial rules and uh, even her spokeswoman says yeah she's in violation of federal law uh, and Acacio cortez says don't worry about it uh, there's 30 days between when I'm uh, literally violating the law but 30 days between then and when I get fined, I'll just wait the 30 days out and file on the last day, thumbing your nose at your government. Now, I don't even believe in these federal laws that have these uh, triggers in place for a lot of this in the first place, Uh, but the double standard is what I'm talking about. Ocasio-Cortez, literally publicly, uh, this is being highlighted, but zero accountability. If it was me, they would slam me to the wall. They would have a heyday with me and my disrespect for the law in my, quote, terrorist tendencies and whatever they want to say, uh, Dr. Bradley. And that, the double standard is what I'm highlighting here.
2: Well, there certainly is at least a two-tier program in the United States. I mean, look at Hillary Clinton with her classified uh, information being shared over a private server out of her own home, and uh, everybody gets their hand kind of uh, at best slapped, but there's no SWAT teams coming in there with M-16s and so on and so forth. Uh, taking her out in, uh, you know, all her glory. Uh, But Donald Trump's people, instead of a subpoena, they get a a so-called search warrant that uh, I'm interested to see what their probable cause was. But no, uh, uh, scoff law is AOC, and she has no respect, and she starts with the very highest document in the nation, the United States Constitution. She scoffs at it. She took an oath to uphold it. She is absolutely in violation of that, of virtually everything she does in office, everything she encourages, and this is, this is just noise in comparison to all the bad Amen stuff she's Amen to that. Speaking doing.
1: of being swatted, ladies and gentlemen, again, you compare her thumbing her nose at the law and Marjorie Taylor Green got swatted two nights in a row. You know, swatting is this idea that I somehow can fake like I'm at your house digitally. And then I can say, hey, there's a problem here. Please, please, 911, come. Uh, And they said that there was a shooting in the bathtub. Uh, Anyway, long story short, the cop came to her house twice in a row. She got swatted twice, ladies and gentlemen. But Ocasio-Cortez runs free. Marjorie Taylor Greene, they consider a terrorist, you see. You can compare and contrast this all day long. But then you got to ask, what about the unsealing of the... uh, Redacted Affidavit and Trump Search. We'll talk about that in a second. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your
3: liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society
4: is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people.
2: Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help
3: us promote the principles in the 5,000 year leap? Let's restore the miracle
0: details.
5: Call for civility.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier. And this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9:6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
1: So Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted two nights in a row. Well, she's the one, ladies and gentlemen, with this headline. Impeach Merrick Garland. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's working with other members of Congress to literally investigate and drop papers to impeach Garland. Well, Garland's the one that blatantly admitted that he is the one that called for the um, you know, FBI raid on Donald's castle. Judge orders unsealing of redacted affidavit in Trump search. Now, I submit to you the judge is doing this because he has to save face to the people. He's got to make you believe that something's going to happen here. Or something, you know, there might be a juicy tidbit or two. But trust you me, there will be nothing that will literally give us the real handle on what's going on. Nothing in this affidavit released today. But understand that Marjorie Taylor Greene's trying to get to the bottom of it, and she gets swatted twice. Acacio cortez violates federal law, laughs at it. Everybody goes, hey, ain't she cute? This is insanity, Dr. Bradley.
2: Of course, the uh, Fourth Amendment says the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects... Against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. No warrant shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the things or persons to be seized. Here's the deal. What you're going to get today is a redacted search warrant that will tell us diddly squat. And that's the maximum amount you're going to get. All of this well, it's the redacted affidavit cost.
1: requesting the search warrant because they claim they right. already gave us the search warrant, but it's already been so redacted it means nothing as well. Right. It's all
2: blacked out. The problem is that it's got to be uh, describing the specifics. The specificity is required. It's not like the uh, writs of assistance from former days in the Revolutionary time, prior to the Revolutionary time when the, the king's officers... Had fishing licenses they filled out on the spot, and as they were ruffling through all your stuff, they found something they wanted to take. Oh, obviously that's supposed to be grabbed too. And yeah, but and you so gotta understand,
1: national security's at stake here, and if we were to let everybody know what's going on with that, it would compromise the investigation. It would breach national security, and and by golly, it would ruin the whole thing, doctor. Don't you know that's their well, claim? Well, how
2: right? about uh, Hillary Clinton's server in her private residence uh, transmitting secured information? 30,000 emails, they sent in a subpoena and a requirement that she not get rid of any of them. She got rid of them all. She smashed their iPhones or their smartphones so that they would not be able to be uh, searched also. Complete thumbing her nose at everything. And so they sent a SWAT team to Trump's place. Uh, It's just appalling to me. And the specificity to this date has never been brought forth at their My guess is there's no specificity. It will not be brought forth either, though. You will not get that. And here's the deal. We're we're a throwback into what offended the American Founding Fathers so much. They wrote it into the Constitution in the Fourth Amendment. You cannot do this. And and yet they are. And I think this idea of uh, uh, bringing impeachment charges against uh, uh, our Attorney General is a grand idea. But let's go back to the swatting thing. People don't understand how dangerous that is. It was 1 in the morning, and it was 3 in the morning, the two nights she had it done. She is the Second Amendment advocate. If she had gone to the front door with a handgun in her hand, with a stack of officers in body armor, M-16s, shields, and flashbang grenades, ready to chuck everything in the front door that they possibly could, and she had a handgun in her hand, she would have been gunned down. There is no question in my mind. And so these... Th- Attempted murder charges probably ought to be brought against those that are doing these kinds of things. Um, well, American and that's if they can really even
1: trace. That's if they can even trace who's doing these things. Uh, what you got to understand is this, ladies and gentlemen. This is a bad thing, this swatting thing. I completely agree, and I believe it's seriously dangerous. But here's the real deal in my mind. Why do we have a government reporting system in the first place where somebody could, where I could pretend I'm Scott Bradley, and then I could make a claim about something bad at my house to the government, then the government roll forward with these armed-to-the-teeth officers. See, it's that we've set the government up at every every intersection point possible in our lives to where every one of them could be exploited. Look, get the government out of it in the first place,
2: and we, swatting we won't have, happen. We have a militarized police force. This See, that's the kind problem. of behavior happens in Fallujah and in a wartime environment. This kind of behavior should never be what happens in the American society. You know, what happened to going in, I mean, a uh, bullhorn, hey, you guys in there, we're out here, come and talk to us, I mean, come on. Uh, everything that happens is, is a militarized response, and, and I think the Third Amendment is basically er- eradicated also, and that's having troops that are housed among us. They're our next-door neighbors, they're all these people that, I mean, they, they're, a, they're a captured agency by federal funds mrap vehicles all that kind of stuff and, and so that, honestly, that's why i'm
1: saying though that look the problem isn't that she got swatted twice the problem is that we allow these systems to grow up around us to where every move you make or don't make or everything you do look you can't even peacefully go to the capitol now if you do you will be caught in it in an entrapment scenario a snare you can't commit a citizen's arrest against a governor who you think is a criminal because they'll turn around and say you tried to kidnap her okay you can't go and then i'll hear Wildlife Refuge, even though other people have gone there and camped out there, and go there and say, hey, we want to talk about land. You guys aren't listening to us. We want to talk about land because they'll kill your friend and throw you in jail for two years. And when you get done, the jury will say you were guilty of nothing, and the judge will say the government's guilty of all kinds of criminal activity. And when you get done, you will have lost two years of your life guilty of nothing, and the government will treat you like a criminal even when you get out, even though you're guilty of nothing. See, this is Ammon Bundy. This is what happened to the people in, in uh, Michigan. These are what happened to the people that went to the Capitol. Now Marjorie Green says, hey, we're going to look at Garland for what he did to Trump, and we're going to look into this. And they say, yeah, fine, we're just going to SWAT you. Now, there's no accountability. They won't be able to trace the people that did the SWAT. There'll be no accountability. They might arrest some low-level person in the mainstream press to make you feel like, wow, they got to the bottom of it, but nothing's going to happen. Ocasio-Cortez okay, can mock, Bill, or Hillary Clinton can mock, and then on the mainstream press, they're like, yeah, aspiring lawyer Kim Kardashian beat Bill, or beat Hillary Clinton in a debate the other night on the TV. It was awesome. Okay, nothing's happening except for they've got two classes of people, the inside deep stapers and you and I, or deep staters and you and I. That's what's going on. So you're not going to get to the bottom of it. Now what Joe Biden's going to do is reward liberals even further. And Joe's got a program to quote cancel student loan debt up to ten thousand dollars, and Pell grants up to twenty thousand uh, dollars. If you make up below one hundred twenty-five grand as a single or two fifty as a couple, hey, they're gonna let you off the hook. We're talking about billions and billions of dollars. Um, literally, it's a criminal act by the president, so-called elect. Right now, he has no authority to dismiss all that debt. The government shouldn't have created this debt. Or these loans in the first place the government has no authority to create student loans so it's just insult to injury and everybody wants to go yeah them democrats they're bad please elect me i'm a republican put your money in my coffer so i can stop
2: this it never happens doctor well listen a little clarification first the pell grants are a gift to begin with anyway those people that took pell grants get twenty thousand dollars forgiven those that did not get Pell grants so that didn't get the quote-unquote free money only get ten thousand dollars and the idea behind that is Pell grants are needs based and so they've already proven they're of lower socioeconomic status and so they probably need a bigger a bigger gift okay so it's a ten thousand dollar it's a twenty thousand dollar there's conditions there's uh, all sorts of things about uh, uh, income levels of people in their families, singles, 125000 uh, married, filing jointly, is 250000 and you can still get full forgiveness. All of that aside, you're right. There's no authority to redistribute wealth at all. I- end of discussion. Number two, the president has no authority constitutionally to make this kind of program up. And even Nancy Pelosi, one year and one month ago, Uh, publicly announced that the executive could not do that. It had to take legislative action, a vote in the Congress, to be able to do forgiveness of student loans. Now she's flip-flopped. You know, we're talking, oh, my goodness, 13 months later. She probably doesn't remember the statement she made uh, 13 months ago. And on addition to that, the president is using the justification, two things to do this. One is the HEROES Act of 2003, which was passed by Congress, which allowed student loans to be put on hold while someone served in the military. While we were fighting two wars in Iraq and, and Afghanistan, it did not allow the uh, expungement of a debt. It allowed them to be put on hold while someone went off, joined the military, and served. And so they're they're using another wacky law to do this. And in addition to that, he's using this concept that the COVID emergency declaration, which the president made uh, back in, uh, you know, I mean, here, here the when this whole COVID nonsense first started up. Uh, Trump declared an emergency. Well, on a national emergency, they say the president has expanded powers, and under those expanded powers, he could forgive the debt. This is something that's very reminiscent of FDR in 1933 using the Trading with Enemy Act of 1917. But how come none of the Republicans
1: are calling uh, Joe Biden a criminal and pushing to
2: impeach him over this? He has no authority over
1: this money at all. They should. That's unequivocal. But see, the Republicans just want you to elect them. Please send them your money. They'll take care of you after you elect them. They promise. Lies. Liberty Roundtable, live.
0: Pursuing liberty. Using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry.
6: Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt on Thursday ordered a redacted version of the Mar-a-Lago search warrant affidavit to be released by noon today. The unprecedented raid on Trump's home is accusing the FBI of weaponizing the department against Biden's rivals. President Biden, with a recession, open borders, an economy in crisis, cost of living exponentially increased, and deadly foreign policies, says the problem with America is Trump supporters at a rally at Richard Montgomery High School in Maryland on Thursday.
1: The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They embrace, embrace political violence. They don't believe in democracy.
6: After decades of hate and deadly history, President Emmanuel Macron said France and Algeria should look to the future as he begins a three-day visit to the former colony. USA Radio News.
3: We are excited to introduce our newest advertiser, Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, I can already hear many of you wincing or crossing your legs, but we've all been trimming, and then ouchie, wawa! That's why over 6 million men worldwide already trust Manscaped. And now, Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0 has arrived. First, you get the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the greatest down-there trimmer ever and features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. It's waterproof and has an LED spotlight for a more precise shave. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker nose- and Ear hair trimmer. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts the Manscaped boxers and the Shed travel bag. Get with the program and take your grooming to the next level. Get your Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 and take 20% off and get free shipping with the code USA Radio at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code USA Radio.
6: Four people, including a constable, were killed in a shooting at an Arizona apartment complex Thursday morning. That began over an eviction dispute. Pima County officials say it happened in Tucson when officers went to serve an eviction and were killed. Republican Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina told Newsmax overnight, Democrats are the modern-day bigots, particularly towards conservative minorities. One of the things that you realize very quickly as we discuss the issue of race across this nation is that perhaps the most Interesting and provocative nature of race in America today is the bigotry that comes from the left, the bigotry that comes from progressives, black and white, frankly, towards conservatives, especially conservatives who happen to be minorities. That doesn't matter whether you're Hispanic or a woman or African American. The truth is that what ma- national media wants today is to make a caricature of people, and you have to stay in your lane to avoid their criticism and the backlash that comes from even your own community. USA Radio News.
1: I don't know, they're going to have to work on more stimulus checks for everybody, ladies and gentlemen. You can't just give the student loan folks cash. Turns out massive shutoffs are underway. One in six U.S. homes are behind on their power bills, Dr. Bradley.
2: Well, it's (laughs) where do we go with this? I mean, we shut off our own energy independence purposely and and, uh, just dramatically. It's a draconian kind of approach. Uh, Here, two years ago, we were putting out enough energy to be totally energy-independent. They shut that down, and then they make idiot proposals about requiring everybody to to go with an electric car. You'll probably talk about the electric cars in California soon. But the fact of the matter is, anybody that's doing a deep dive on this thing comes to understand. For example, you fill up a Hummer. For example, uh, using these uh, quick charge places, it's about 100 bucks to fill up a Hummer on an electrical outlet. And, and it's like, holy Hannah. Plus it takes about two hours, a little less than two hours, to, to get it to at least an 80% charge. People, do we understand that buffoons and baboons and idiots are running this country and they're making these uh, dramatic statements about everything? People aren't able to uh, get their own electric bill paid now, and they're going to convert all the vehicles to electric. And the draw on the uh, current grid is such that you can't take, you can't either pay for it or it can't keep up. We're going to turn into a third world country with brownouts and blackouts, and this dinking around with everything that government has no authority to dink around in at all whatsoever. They're doing it. And we continue to elect these idiots, buffoons, and baboons to office, and and there will be a comeuppance. We, the people, are responsible for the representatives we get. They're supposed to. They take an oath to keep their actions within the constitutional limits and bounds. We don't call them out on it. Nobody Amen to that. Impeached. You could
1: jump the whole house in one election cycle. You could dump a third of the Senate. You could replace your president, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if it was the right loan. So, look, there's plenty we can do, but Americans are are stuck on stupid. As long as the bread and circus continues, they will not call a halt to the con game. And that's the problem we face. Next headline, (coughs) California to ban the sale of new cars that run on gasoline by 2035. Now, listen to this. The average new car loan tops $40,000 as prices climb. Yeah, but it's gas. Look at what the electric's going to cost you. Yeah, more than that. It'll be $60 used buyers
2: for an electric.
1: Are also borrowing more money as well. And when you look at this, uh, the headlines for all this, it turns out that an average new car is forty plus thousand dollars. An average used car now is an average of about twenty eight thousand uh, dollars. Doctor Bradley, the payments are as much as people's houses used to be. The cost of vehicles is now skyrocketed.
2: You want to respond to well, this? Uh, sure. The inflation stuff that they're doing, this pumping money into the economy that they're creating out of thin air, that, that drives the price of everything up. you got more dollars chasing the same amount of goods and services. It's, it's a simple, simple, simple formula. And the thing is that Newsom and, and his idiocy in California is going to drive, if in fact uh, this all goes through, it'll, it'll uh, affect about a third of the new cars created in the nation every year, which means the uh, uh, manufacturers are going to be heavily influenced to create electric cars. Uh, people don't understand that virtually all, well, at least 80 percent of the uh, uh, metals that are used in the creation of these batteries comes out of China. We're putting ourselves further into China thing. But in addition to that, I mean, this is all over the board. You almost don't know where to go. But Newsom is being suggested as a possible Democrat uh, presidential candidate. And, and it's like, are you kidding me? How can anybody in their right mind consider this man to be a viable option to, to restore sanity to this nation? It simply isn't happening. Insanity runs deep in California. It begins right at the very head of the state. So, yes, everything that's happening in California and is spreading throughout the nation is, uh, is truly abominable. I, I, I'm, I'm appalled. I know we've got a lot of things to talk about. Don't worry. You could
1: share your house with some illegals if you'd want to. It might help you pay your uh, mortgage so you don't lose your house over all this,
2: Dr. Brown. Well, that's turns because government that... help subsidize.
1: That's right. But it turns out that 4.9 million, so almost 5 million illegal aliens, crossed the U.S. border. Uh, in 18 months since biden took office and now what they're doing is they're saying hey if you as an illegal want to get a professional degree or a professional license no problem we'll give you one even with your illegal status
2: you know the insanity (laughs) never stops uh abbott and uh arizona i think have been shipping a few i mean a a, a pittance when you talk over four million illegals coming into the country in the last 18 months They've shipped four or 5,000 to New York and to uh, Washington, D.C. They're crying uncle there. They're saying, oh, no, our whole facilities are being taxed. Look at what's happening over the rest of the nation with 4 million that have descended upon us like locusts. This is absolutely amazing. Uh, It is truly an invasion. And uh, we need to look at, uh, first of all, well, we could talk about in Article 1, Section 8, how the... General government has a responsibility to take care of the immigration and naturalization stuff. We look at Article 4, how they have a responsibility to, to provide th- the environment where there's a Republican form of government in every state and to protect each state from against invasion. You look at Article 1, Section 10, where the states can wage war when they're invaded if the f- general government is not uh, protecting them as they should be. I mean, people need to read these things over and realize uh, we are being basically invaded. And uh, let's say Biden, for example, in Article 2, he has a a constitutional responsibility to take care that the laws are executed. And he's not doing that. The law is against what's happening. And uh, it's it's just a comedy run. Again, idiots, buffoons, and baboons. It's just uh, uh, amazing to me. And nobody's saying all of these are justification for impeachment. Every one of these is a violation of constitutional uh, oaths and protocols. And and we're just. Roger that, but it gets worse,
1: ladies and gentlemen. It gets worse. FBI officials obstructed the investigation into Hunter Biden's laptop prior to the 2020 election by instructing agents not. To further examine, the laptop whistleblowers now told Wisconsin Republican Senator Ron Johnson. New whistleblower claims that FBI leaders delayed Hunter Biden investigation. Senator Johnson reports. Now, Jack Phillips has the details in epictimes.com. Uh, But if that's not election fraud, doctor, I don't know what is. You literally withhold all the deals relating to Hunter and Joe, while you literally run a dossier lie against Trump, and then you have the election occur, and now uh, we get all this evidence? Um, That's election fraud in and of itself, doctor. It's not debatable.
2: Well, (laughs) you look at who's been running the FBI. I mean, James Comey, I mean, for crying out loud. I mean, my first... uh, my first interaction with him happened in 2004 when I testified before the uh, United States Senate Judiciary Committee against the reauthorization of the USA Patriot Act. Comey was on the other side. Comey was there and I thought that man's testimony could be purchased. He just needs to be told which direction it's got to go. I mean, You don't have to buy it. He's already there. He's the insider's insider. And so he's uh, in the FBI, neck deep in everything, a fake dossier that uh, that uh, they pursued Trump under, and all of this kind of stuff, all the bad stuff they can heap on that, they pursue, but oh my goodness, don't talk about this other stuff that uh, the Hunter Biden guy might have. It's not just pornography. There's all sorts of linkages, likely, we don't know all of the stuff that's in there, but linkages likely to what Joe Biden is doing uh, as the Vice President of the United States, and all the business deals that they're in, that they're benefiting from, the Biden syndicate has basically got its tentacles into so many things, from China to, to uh, Ukraine. And uh, a lot of those key connections could be found in the Biden, Hunter Biden laptop. But, oh, no, we, we <laughs> let's not talk about that right now. We've got too much to fry with this fake dossier that th- the Democrats bought and paid for to try and uh, throw against uh, Trump and get him basically thrown out of office on a false impeachment. I mean, they ran that for years. It was a it was a, a funny scheme to to destroy a personality and character of individuals, proven 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 to be false. But but they won't turn any stone at all to look underneath it to see what the Hunter Biden joe biden connections might be to some of these international fraud issues it's appalling to me just appalling
1: well ladies and gentlemen while that's all going on i've got two stories for the rest of the hour that will knock your socks off hang tight ladies and gentlemen details in seconds you are listening to dr scott bradley freedomsrisingsun.com and yours truly on liberty roundtable live
7: just like a credit card or i can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a upma member family find out more at upma.org that's upma.org
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, Dateline Australia, but coming to a government school near you, if it's not already here, Senator Ralph Babat or Babat is his name, he criticized a, quote, private school in Melbourne, Australia, for reportedly allowing a student who identifies as a cat to remain, quote, nonverbal in class. And act like a feline I kid you not this is according to the Herald Sun who reported these details now there is a term called furry do you know what a furry is is my question answer it's a human that has human well it's a human but it has a feline or or whatever you want to call it animal-like characteristics uh, or a love of animal uh, traits and behaviors that they mimic and become. So you know you how you think you can become a girl if you're a boy or a boy or if you're a girl now? You believe that lie? Well, then the greater lie now is you can just become kind of an animal. This is a feline. Uh, this is a cat in class. She can remain nonverbal because she's a cat, don't you know? And she can go ahead and, and, and behave this way. Uh, not a problem. Not a problem at all. Uh, and this is coming to a theater near you, Dr. Bradley.
2: It is in a theater near me. We have students in our little community that that identify as such. Uh, Basically, if you can identify as a boy, if you're a girl, and a girl if you're a boy, uh, apparently you can change species now. And uh, this insanity is being encouraged, basically, and, uh, and, and we're basically facilitating insane behavior and calling it normal. Now, I don't know how long it'll be before Zophilia is a, uh, a widespread thing. That's basically a, uh, it's a sexual fixation on non-human animals, basically bestiality, okay? Cross-species, sexual activity, humans and non-humans, okay? They're demonstrating for that in Europe right now, and I wonder how the fuzzies will fit into that formula. We have gone insane as a people, and, and we're encouraging all of these dysfunctional, delusional people and, and not helping them by trying to dissuade them from these delusions, it seems like we're willing to embrace every perversion there possibly is. And, and I think we're just on that slippery slope of, of going down a slide that, I mean, if somebody's a cat and they're going to your high school, well, you know, there's going to be some kind of expansion of that behavior. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, do you know what a furry is? There's whole communities online
1: that relate to this kind of behavior and stuff like that now. It's literally being codified internationally. Look out when the international community cracks down on the nationalist. United uh States pushing back because of Christian values, you see. This all comes down to assault on Christian values. The doctrine set forth by God, male and female, created he them in his likeness, in his image, created he us. That's all under assault in every way possible, uh, Dr. Bradley. And the sad part is you and I can laugh and joke about it, but they're serious. This is what they're shoving down their throats. And they're backing it by all kinds of laws and edicts literally everywhere now. If you don't refer to somebody as a feline, if that's what they identify as, you'll go to jail, buddy.
2: They're they're destroying the entire cultural foundation of the nation. And again, we can always go back to the, the why did the why did the pilgrims come here? You know, their their pilgrim, uh, their declaration is they came off the Mayflower. In the name of God, amen. They came here for the furtherance of the Christian faith. Every step of the way, overarching, undergirding everything that's happened, has been a godly heritage. There and is, uh, they're doing everything in their power to completely destroy these divine, eternal laws that are currently not just being called into question. They are being radically changed by legislative enactment, in violation of constitutional limits and bounds, of course. But that's where we're going. It's a desire to completely unhinge society by destroying everything that society is based upon. Of course, the family is is be a threat by everything of these things. Um, and, and Marx, in his manifesto, said that's what they were going to do. They were going to basically outlaw marriage. They were going to have a community of women, meaning that they were common women that, that could be shared among Anybody that was in the party, I mean, it could get, I mean, we could say a lot more about that, but you get the idea the family unit was to be destroyed. Chil- resulting children will be raised by the state. And uh, the French Revolution, they started this process because they were the early communists. But but the point of the matter is that's where we are with society. Every cultural foundational pillar is being knocked down as fast as they possibly can and uh, we're in deep trouble because the yeah, nation Yeah, while
1: you and I fret about this and while there's two classes of people in America and while there's international psychosis going on and all this kind of stuff, it gets worse. There's a guy by the name of Brandon Dolly. D A L L or I'm sorry, D A L A Y. Daly? Anyway. anyway. Uh anyway, so this Brandon guy, he's a Metro Detroit, Michigan man. He implants his Tesla key into his hand. He wants to unlock and start his car with it. Fox 5 has the piece. He started with his first digital key in his left hand, ladies and gentlemen. It gets him into the front door and so much more, they say. Uh, He says, hey, I inserted the key. took a little bit, but the swelling went down. No problem. I can now open up the front and back door of my house with just a swipe of my hand. Now, listen. I can walk up to people and have them tap their phone on my hand, and instantly it transfers their information to me. I can, with a tap of my hand, transfer my portfolio to anybody I want to, including my Cocoa vaccination card. Why stop there, ladies and gentlemen? That's what's happening in his left hand. So he's got another hand. That's the right hand. So he basically puts a Tesla chip in his right hand. And uh, it shows a photo of him doing the surgery in his hand and everything. He says, how cool would it be if I could leave my house with no car key and no house key, he says. A few weeks ago, he got his second chip implanted. This time in his right hand. This one's his Tesla key. He can unlock his doors. Um, He can just uh, start his Tesla. It's a perfect backup. You can never forget it. If it breaks, no problem. It doesn't break. It can never fail you, He says. Now listen to this. He did all this without even having to consult a doctor, folks. Why? Because the chips themselves, they say, are around two hundred bucks to three hundred bucks. The install is only about a hundred bucks. You want to know why? You can go to a local piercing shop and they'll do the installation for you. All the programming, the coding, putting the apps on the chips, etc. I did it myself, Brandon said. But he's not even done yet. He wants to have another chip installed, this time near his breast. He wants to get readings on his body. It'll be inserted near the breast, and then you just tap your phone to your chest and instantly get temperature readings. Now, of course, Brandon's hoping that he can get his awesome idea and his experiment to Elon Musk. Dr. Bradley.
2: You know, I, I was so naive and innocent, I guess we could say, back in the day when the concept and the idea of this uh, Mark of the Beast spoken of in the Book of Revelation, the Founding Fathers actually talked about in August of 1787 the Mark of the Beast and how paper money is as dangerous as the Mark of the Beast. So they were very much aware of all that kind of stuff. Uh, clear back, you know, hundreds of years ago, and everybody was, oh, my goodness, who would ever, why? We've got to fight against this. And, and so I was naive and innocent, I guess, to assume that this would be resisted, to the nth degree by the freedom-loving people of America or, and even the world, who would want to have uh, these kinds of technology encroachments and, and ultimately and finally, you can see where this is going, to even uh, buy and sell and do business or whatever, to exist in society, uh, that the path is being opened up very much by people that say, look how cool this is. And there's going to be another group, uh, uh, certainly, most of them, I think, will be a couple of generations younger than me, but uh, this kind of stuff is being given kind of headline news and uh, kind of breathless excitement in its presentation when we're, we're really facilitating what I believe we were warned against uh, so heavily uh, by John the Revelator uh, thousands of years ago, wherein he says, hmm, here's something you guys got to be aware of. And we're facilitating it with the cool factor that we basically spread the word and we watch the people fall into line. They're going to be lining up to do these kinds of buffoonery kinds of things. And uh, I'll go back even when I was in the service. There was an experimental effort to implant uh, devices, tracking devices, for people that were inserted behind enemy lines and to keep track of where they were and how they might be extracted or whatever in every case in those days, the the insert went bad. There was problems that had bad effect on the people and the site of, of uh, the implant. Uh, but they've made dramatic changes in the 50-plus years since those uh, things happened to the point now that a guy's doing it himself by going to a piercing shop with the stuff that th- – it's like, holy cow. uh it will become so widespread and, and what I thought would be appalling to people, that would be abhorred, that would be resisted, you know, guns in the streets kind of thing. We're just embracing it. It's like all of these other stupid idiotic things we've talked about today, that society is embracing a choice. They're yeah, and it won't be long to where we'll
1: put that chip in to track you wherever you are. We'll also tie that then to the chemicals in your brain with emotions and everything else. And then we'll tie that to a little taser that will go ahead and just make sure that, you know, if you're thinking bad, you know, insurrectionist, uh, uh, domestic terrorist kind of thoughts, uh, then we'll just kind of zap you into thinking right there, doctor. They're going to be working well, on that pretty soon. They've already got both technologies literally in place to make that happen now.
2: The social score that we talk about in China. That says if you're going to be able to do business, there's already an effect there. They're already doing those kinds of things. I mean, they may not be punishing your thoughts at this point, but they're punishing your overt statements on you know accounts like Twitter and those kinds of things, where you make uh, statements about uh, you know that are found contrary to what the government uh, would like you to think. Well, so your social score suffers and and you don't have as much status or maybe as much money, or as good a place to live. It's appalling, and, and we're just happily, merrily uh, tripping down the street, hoping to have this happen to us as fast as we can have it done. It just blows my mind.
1: Well, and the problem, like I've always taught, it's not the technology that's the issue. It's whose hands it's in, who controls it, and what is their agenda. Is it good or evil? And that's really where the buck stops with your understanding, ladies and gentlemen. That's really the issue here. we gotta, we got to remember Uh, You know, if we use technology wisely and carefully, there's things we would absolutely never do. We would trust in God and say, I don't need this technology in my hand. Technology should serve me, not own me. Uh, But, see, people are all mixed up. And If you don't look to God, you look to big tech, and you look to the modern day and the arm of flesh, um, and you run away from God as fast as you can, you're going to end up with nothing but trouble. You will lose the land your founding fathers fought for. You will lose everything you hold dear, Dr. Bradley.
2: Well, Big Brother is uh, fast becoming the central figure in all of culture and society instead of the God, our Father, that we should be worshiping on this land, the greatest, freest land ever created, and we're squandering it, uh, just jettisoning it as fast as we can. We've got to restore the original foundation.
1: Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about God, family, and country. Turn to God in, rep- in uh, serious, humble prayer get up and do his will to the best of your ability keep his commandments and if so we shall be blessed and protected otherwise <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you're gonna what do they say they bought the farm it's gonna be over you've got to turn to god almighty and be blessed if you turn away from him you'll be swept off the continent that your founding fathers fought for uh, beware stand up get involved there are clear mile markers on the way back to safety and stability god family and country is where it's at and we declare this nation shall endure god save the republic
0: broadcasting live from atop the rocky mountains the crossroads of the west West. you are listening to the liberty roundtable radio talk show talk show
1: all right happy to have you along my fellow americans sam bushman live on your radio hard-hitting news that i refuse to use no doubt continues now this my fellow americans is the broadcast for august 26th in the year of our lord 2022 this is our two at two and the goal always to protect life liberty and property to promote god family and country to do so following the blueprint for liberty the supreme law of the land the constitution of the united states of america to do so, using the checks and balances our founding fathers gave us. To do so to do so peacefully, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration. After all, of it, it is a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled, we're taking America back. One heart, one mind, one issue at a time. Friday, that's all in place. Uh, it's just going psychotic. Last hour, we talked about some crazy, crazy stuff indeed, ladies and gentlemen. This guy is just whacked out, man. What's his name? Brandon Dolly. D-A-L-A-L-Y. Delally? um, Delally? Anyway, uh, this guy literally uh, put computer chips in both of his hands. Now he can open his doors. He can start his Tesla. <clears throat> he loves it. It's awesome. You don't even have to go to a doctor to get implant chips now. You can buy the chips for between, you know, around 100 to 200 bucks. You can get them installed, no problem. You can go ahead and, uh, you know, go to your favorite piercing shop and they'll implant it for you. Then, of course, you got to program the chip yourself at this point. But how long will it be until these piercing shops, these tattoo shops, these whatever uh, can insert these chips? They're going to make it ubiquitous. We thought people would fight this tooth and nail going, hey, man, the mark of the beast is here. Nobody's doing that. Everybody's going, this is incredible. This is awesome. Don't you want your Tesla key? Don't you want your car key in your hand also? Don't you want to just be able to go ahead and, you know, fist bump somebody and you transfer your information to them? Now they got all your contact info with a fist bump. Kind of an idea. Uh, You know, it's going on. It's insane. People are just freaking out on this thing. I'm one of them going, what in the heck is going down? I don't know, but it's getting weird and it's getting weird fast, folks, because things that I really thought Americans would start to kind of draw the line on and say, um, no, we're going a little too far. Uh, we're not going to do that. People are just like loving it. They're just like, are you kidding me? Why wouldn't I do this? And then you bring up, well, it might be the mark of the beast. And they're just like, you're kind of crazy. Who? We, uh, what do you think you're doing? Why would you resist this? It's just, it's just insane. I don't really even know how to respond to it at this point. I really don't because it's just, where do we go now? If people just embrace this technology, you could say, well, Sam, it's not really the mark of the beast. It's not really a problem, right? My response is, well, how close do we got to get? How We're flirting with disaster. You know, this technology might not be bad in and of itself. But who's going to be in charge of the technology? Eventually, will the government say, look, uh, I appreciate you got these chips in your hands, but we're not able to control the chips. We can't have, you know, freedom chips going on where people can choose what they want to do. Uh, We're going to hack into your chip or we're going to have a backdoor to your chip or we're going to have government accessible to your chip. Because what if I were to somehow transfer information on my chip to somebody else's chip so I can communicate back and forth without government knowing what we're communicating about? See, they can't have that. Where does this lead, ladies and gentlemen, is the point. Anyway, we talked about that in detail last hour, and uh, the discussions in my mind are riveting when it comes to the liberty issues. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're now getting evidence to prove we were right once again. Yeah, that's right. Headline says this. Omicron's mutations, mutations impaired vaccines effectiveness. The CDC now admits, says so at MSN.com. Did you read me? Omicron's mutations impaired vaccines effectiveness. Well, no duh. We said this would happen. We told you that it was like the common cold, and then it would mutate, 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 and then they laughed and said, it's not even like the common cold. You neophytes in science, you don't have a clue. You're wrong. You're peddling fake news. You're not a doctor. Uh, you're not a physician. You're not a scientific researcher. How do you know? You don't know. Shut up. You're peddling fake news. And now we get the evidence once again. On the Omicron's mutations impaired vaccines effectiveness. Now listen to me carefully ladies and gentlemen almost 40% of people hospitalized in the United States with these covid subvariants aka omicron almost 40 people hospitalized in the US with omicron were vaccinated and boosted highlighting how new strains have mutated to readily more escape the immunity offered by the vaccinations. Bloomberg with that piece. now you got Bloomberg and MSN reporting on this. What they're saying is, hey, Omicron changed the mutation. The vaccine wasn't really effective, and so sorry, we thought that it would you know prevent you from getting the cocoa. It didn't prevent that. We thought it would prevent you from spreading the cocoa. It didn't prevent the spread. And then we said, well, it's going to be more mild if you have the vaccines. So don't worry. Grateful we're vaxxed. Even if we get COVID, even if we spread COVID, COVID's more mild. And I then said, how do you know it's more mild? Well, Sam, look at this person. They're vaxxed and they're not having a hard time. Well, how come when I had COVID three times, one time almost killed me, the other time was like a common cold? So I go into the doctor, explain it's like the common cold. They say, yeah, this new variant's kind of like the common cold. Oh, I thought you guys told me I was a scientific neophyte, and I had no clue, and it wasn't like the common cold at all. Well, I know, Sam, at this version is. Okay. Yeah, and now it's mutating. Then we go on, and they say, well, um, you know, I'm glad it's not as bad this time. Well, my response is, well, hey, I've got natural immunity, so it's not as bad this time for me either. See, but then how do you know how bad it is in a given individual? You don't know. You say, well, Sam, there's some people that, that, that you know, they don't even feel it. They don't even know they have it. You better tell them they're sick because they don't even know it. Uh, what do they call that? What do they call that when it you've got it? You just don't even know it. You're sick and you're a spreader, but you don't even know you're sick. Asymptomatic is that what the term is? I think. Okay. So you got these running around. And now, so what about the guy that's asymptomatic that didn't get the COVID shot, the clot shot? Is he? How does he? How is it milder for him if he had the shot? Would it be more mild or would it be worse? See, you don't know. And to say that, you know, you're lying. So then they said, well, it's more mild, you know, if you have the clot shot, because, you know, so thank heavens, even though it didn't stop it like we thought, even though it didn't stop the threat, even though it didn't stop us from getting it, even though we're sick, it's not as bad, they tried to claim. Now, almost 40% of people who are hospitalized in the United States with the COVID on the cross, some variant, were vaccinated and boosted, highlighting that, you know what, even that's not true. How do I know? Well, if you go to the hospital, you know, well, I just went to the hospital. I didn't die, so it's not as bad. How do you know? See, you don't know because every different variant or mutation acts differently in everybody. And some people are asymptomatic, meaning they're sick or they've got the, the illness or whatever you want to call it, disease. It's hard to put a finger on it when they don't even really know what it is. But if you're asymptomatic and you're not sick at all, how do you know you'd be better off with or without the vaccines? What if you get super sick and die? How do you know with the vaccines you wouldn't have died? How do you know that without the vaccines you would have been fine, asymptomatic, and with the vaccines you die? How do you know when you go to the hospital? Four out of ten that went to the hospital, they claim, were already double-vaxxed, were vaccinated and boosted, right? So how do you know? See, they don't know anything. They're just lying to you to try to hold on to the dishonest narrative. They don't know it all. And the more they talk, the more ignorant their arguments become because we see the truth. See, when Joe Biden is double-vaxxed, double-boosted, gets the COVID twice. Jill Biden, same story. Anthony Fauci, virtually same story. We go on and on and on, and all these people are double-vaxxed, double-boosted, and everything else. Well, thank heavens, they've got mild symptoms. Well, they've got mild symptoms. Why? Well, because this this mutation isn't as deadly as the other variant. That's why. Oh, no, Sam, it's because they took the vaccines. How do you know that? Well, because we say so. Well, prove that it's more safe or it's less hostile or whatever you want to call it. You get less sick. Less fatal, less whatever. How do you know that? Well, Sam, how dare you even question us on this? We're the doctors, we're the scientists. You're just an ignorant neophyte talk show host, stupid guy. You're a terrorist. You're a, okay. But then it turns out over and over and over we are right. Over and over and over we're right, folks. Now we have evidence in the military. Over and over. Evidence in the military where they lied flat out to military personnel to get them to take the vaccinations. You've got to take the vax? No, I don't. It's experimental. No, it's not. It's legitimate. They're now being ca- they're now getting caught putting fake labels on experimental vaccines to force troops to take them. What do you think of that, folks? Matt Staver, Liberty Counsel, has caught the government's military leadership, doctors, physician, whatever you want to call it, perpetrating this crime. What do you think of that? Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, quick pause. This is Sam Bushman on your radio.
8: Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you remember Mark Zuckerberg in 2020 poured $400 million or whatever you want to call it into elections. And now you know the 2,000 mules documents. Strange money filtering through these organizations to these mules that uh, literally stuff ballot boxes and, and, and everything else. Uh, we don't really have a handle on exactly where Mark Zuckerberg's money went and to who and how and where it was spent and everything else. Uh, strangely, they say there's no election fraud. You guys are crazy. But yet at the same time... Uh, Why don't we follow the money? Well, you can't get any investigations going because the courts won't let you. The Congress has no guts. So no real investigation to follow the money in detail. Sheriffs need to do the job. Come on, sheriffs. Let's get it done. CSPOA is here to help. But I digress, ladies and gentlemen, in that, because uh, now the same pattern is being followed again for election fraud for the midterms. Ready? Planned parenthood to spend. Historic. $50 million on midterm elections. The pro-choice organization Planned Parenthood's gearing up. They want to elect, quote, pro-choice candidates up and down the ballot this November. So there you have that. Planned Parenthood gears up for a fight and drops $50 million into elections. Planned Parenthood to spend a record $50 million on midterm elections. Would that be vote fraud if they did that, ladies and gentlemen? Think about that for a second. If Planned Parenthood gears up for a fight and drops $50 million into the 2022 elections. Now, if they spend a record $50 million on elections, would that be vote fraud? You'd say, oh, no, Sam, they can do that. And my response is, you know what? There's a conflict of interest big time. They're getting money from the government, right, as we speak. While it's illegal to commit an abortion in a lot of states now due to Roe versus Wade overturn, now they're just moving to chemical abortions. But in the meantime, Planned Parenthood wants to spend a bunch of money to elect pro-choice candidates up and down the ballot. Well, you and I are restricted to how much money we put into elections, but Planned Parenthood and others... Mark Zuckerberg and others have the ability to put as much money into the elections as they want to. and then I call a halt to the con game and say you're committing fraud and they say, what? You're crazy. But follow the money. <clears throat> would Plant Parenthood be committing election fraud? See if you ask me, the answer would be yes. Is Plant Parenthood committing election fraud? Huh? Now you can say, Sam, that's just kind of a strange question. I don't think so. If Planned Parenthood is spending a record fifty million dollars, gearing up for a fight, is Planned Parenthood committing election fraud? And I say the money that Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg put in is committing election fraud. I say the uh, shutting down of Donald Trump via the fashion, or I'm sorry, the fake Russian. Dossier hoax, making Trump look like a bad guy, IRS against him, the Russians, all this turns out to be completely fake, funded by Hillary's campaign, in bed with FBI and Justice Department and who knows who, the Obama administration uh, included. You look at all that and you go, that's the suppressing of Donald, fake, negative news about him, literally 24-7 around the clock, and then literally preventing us from getting the goods on Joe Biden. Now FBI whistleblowers are saying, hey, you know what? New whistleblower claims FBI leaders delayed Hunter Biden investigation till after the election. Well, if you suppress Donald with all kinds of negative fake news and you promote Hunter and Joe by blocking the evidence and information, the reality, And then you pour a ton of money in via Planned Parenthood and Mark Zuckerberg, who knows who, is it election fraud? And what they would say is, without evidence, there's no proof of election fraud. And what I would say, ladies and gentlemen, is we have so much evidence it's not even funny. Uh, In my mind, the only question left, right, is will the American people and or their leaders, if we're not going to do anything, then I guess it doesn't even matter, does it? Think about it. Should I even stay on the radio if nobody cares, if it just doesn't matter anymore? Right? Is it worth reporting the truth if nobody takes action? At what point does our efforts matter? Think of the news we brought to your attention today. Think about it, folks. We're telling you, hey, AOC is breaking the law. Nobody cares. We're telling you Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted twice. You, almost, you know, it could have been very dangerous. Nobody cares. Impeach Merrick Garland, says Marjorie Taylor Greene. Amen, and we agree, but nobody cares, and nothing will get done because there's betrayers in her own party that are part of the deep state, the swamp that will not let it happen. Judge orders unsealing redacted documents on Biden investigate, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, on Trump uh, raid, there's going to be nothing there. You're going to wait for it with a big old bated breath. Wait, and there'll be nothing but a nothing burger there. Right. Joe Biden going to go ahead and just hand out money left and right. Criminal activity everywhere. Massive shutoffs. Everybody's melting down because of dishonest money inflation. California going to prevent you from getting an, a new car unless you buy an electric car. You know what? The average car cost is so out of this world, they're going to shut down your ability to travel. Pretty soon, plane tickets will be so expensive, trains are so outmoded, and buses are so outmoded, and you won't even be able to drive your car. The price of new vehicles and used vehicles is absolutely skyrocketed. I submit to you, intentionally so. Do you find that a coincidence that the cost of vehicles are going up when they don't want you traveling? When they want to shut you down over environmental concerns? Illegal aliens Almost 5 million of them crossing our border being welcomed into the United States, criminally so. FBI officials literally obstructed the investigation into Hunter Biden's laptop. Australian senators are letting little girls go in government school, or I guess it's a private school in this case, and act like a cat, and that's all good. And the, um, you know, Senator Ralph complains about it and he gets attacked relentlessly internationally over it. Do you know what a furry is, folks? Brandon Daly late this guy literally has implant chips in his hands. Omicron's mutations proving that vaccines aren't effective. Even the CDC admits that almost forty percent of the people that went to the hospital were vaxxed and boosted didn't matter at all. Still sick as dogs cause of the cocoa bioweapon? Planned parenthood gearing up for a fight dumping fifty million dollars into elections? Yeah, this is just midterm, $50 million. Mark Zuckerberg put $400 million in, no problem. Planned Parenthood, I submit to you is committing election fraud, that's my opinion, to which I'm entitled. And taxes are going through the roof. What are we supposed to do about this, folks? There's only a few things you can do, in my opinion, that has any real effect that matter. You've got to turn to God Almighty. you got to pray and repent. Then you got to get up and act. We've got to elect good, honorable, wise people to positions of authority and power in America. People who will stand on the moral high ground in the culture war. People who will make a difference. And you know what? Staying out of the election cycle, uh, not holding them accountable for election fraud, uh, all these different things are at the core of the problems we face. They will absolutely destroy all that we hold dear if we let them. It is time to peacefully stand up and be counted. Now, see, I give a speech like this, even though I refer to peaceful, even though I start out saying we reject revolution, we stand for peaceful restoration, just like Donald Trump, we can say peaceful, peaceful, and explain our peaceful intent all we want to, and they will turn it around and call you and I the domestic terrorists. Why? Because we don't agree with their godless takeover. We don't believe believe in their communist, godless agenda. Therefore, we are the enemy. Do you see how this works, ladies and gentlemen? Well, until we can get enough of the media on our side to circumvent their gatekeeping, they hold the, quote, official narrative. You and I are considered right-wing, extreme, um, whatever you want to call it, fake news. whatever. They hold the narrative. You have got to jettison the mainstream press people and fund our kind of media. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net, donate liberally. I'm telling you, this is what we need to take back the narrative, greater influence, but it all takes money. And I'm not asking you to support my family. I worked a day job for that, but I am saying to you that I'm putting my money into liberty and my time. I'm asking for you to do both or either as well. And if we don't do this, America is going to be, um, in my opinion, a different country for your children than you grew up in, my fellow Americans. You can see the writing on the wall, you can see the changes happening before your very eyes. See, it used to be glacially slow. It used to be uh, so behind the scenes that it was hard to even believe that it existed. Now it is at warp speed. Now it is so in your face that it's not even debatable that it's happening. The only question is, will we the people wake up in time and take action and turn to God and do what we need to do to play our part, to play our role? That is the ultimate question, is it not? All right, Pete Sepp coming up in seconds. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live.
0: Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. S.A. Radio News with Lance Pride.
6: As we deal with the recession, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell from the Jackson Hole Symposium moments ago.
2: The labor market is particularly strong, but it is clearly out of balance, with demand for workers substantially exceeding the supply of available workers. Inflation is running well above 2%, and high inflation has continued to spread through the economy. While the lower inflation readings for July are certainly welcome, A single month's improvement falls far short of what the committee will need to see before we are confident that inflation is moving down. So we are moving our policy stance purposefully to a level that will be sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2%. At our most recent meeting in July, the FOMC raised the target range for the federal funds rate to 2.25% to 2.5%, which is in the summary of economic projections range of estimates of where the federal funds rate is projected to settle in the longer run.
6: USA Radio News.
4: Make money doing what you love. It can be done. Matter of fact, it has been done. Consider the story of Jack London. He's one of the highest paid writers of all time. Authored The Call of the Wild, recently released as a blockbuster movie starring Harrison Ford. Jack grew up in a rough neighborhood in Oakland, poor, uneducated, and a school dropout. As a child, Jack fell in love with the idea of being a writer. The notion that an uneducated, dirt-poor school dropout from Oakland could someday be a published writer was insanity. You know the rest of the story, though. Jack London became one of the richest writers of all time. Discover Jack's secret that allows anyone of any income or educational level to make money doing what they love. Whatever it is you love more than anything else, let's make that your prosperous living. Go right now to DiscoveringJack.com. That's DiscoveringJack.com. His secret is free. Just go to DiscoveringJack.com. DiscoveringJack.com.
6: President Biden used the pandemic emergency powers to push student debt reallocation to taxpayers. Hours later, thousands, including Biden, were partying it up indoors at a DNC function, mostly maskless. Airstrikes in Syria, nuclear negotiations with Iran, and more aid to Ukraine are all on Biden administration's foreign policy agenda this week. On Tuesday night, the U.S. Central Command confirmed a series of successful precision airstrikes in Syria targeting terrorists with ties to the Iranian Guard Corps. Getting a mortgage loan during a recession is going to cost you a lot more.
8: The 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is back above 5.5%. It now comes out to an average of 5.55% for the week ending Thursday. It's a jump of more than four-tenths of a percent in just one week. Despite the increase, Freddie Mac's chief economist says it's possible there are potential homebuyers who are ready to make a move.
6: That's Tim Berg, and we are USA Radio News.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-gooders to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Pete Sepp, National Taxpayers Union, with me. He's the president. And ladies and gentlemen, the National Taxpayers Union, NTU, is the voice of America's taxpayers, mobilizing elected officials and citizens on behalf of tax relief and tax reform. NTU.org for more details, your partner to reduce taxes and to create tax transparency and accountability. That's NTU.org. Pete Sepp, welcome back, sir.
9: Great to be here, and we sure have our work cut out for us.
1: Amen to that reality check, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let's start with this interesting headline from NTU that says this. Biden's, quote, stu- student debt cancellation could cost taxpayers around $400 billion, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine that. We're going to give a handout to a few unique, circumstantially um, challenged people, uh, $400 billion. But our children are going to pay for it because we don't have any money, Pete. Yes, and that's kind
9: of the ironic part here, Sam, when you consider that this is meant to provide relief for supposedly young people who went to school, got into a lot of college debt, and are now having trouble paying it back. Well, how is it fair to say to other young people who may be two years old, four years old, and those generations yet to be born, well, You have to be saddled with this debt now, and that's exactly what's happening. This is not debt relief. This is a debt transfer, money that some owed that now taxpayers are going to owe, not only current generations of taxpayers, but future ones as well.
1: Where do we go with something like this? Because Joe acts like he has authority to do this, and I don't think he has authority just to decide to forgive this, does he? constitutionally there's no authority that the president has uh, to just do this uh, is there
9: yeah there is an interesting constitutional question here what the biden administration is relying on right now is something called the heroes act of 2003 this was under george w bush where Frankly, there was a tremendous expansion of government power a couple of years after the 9-11 terrorist attacks, where the executive branch was given a lot of authority to do things uh, ranging from security measures all the way up to emergency financial measures. And the Biden administration is relying on the authority given to the president under that law. That passed almost 20 years ago and has been stretched ever since under Republican and Democratic presidents to say, well, I can write another $400 billion onto the nation's credit card. We think that this has finally stretched things way too far, and I would not be surprised to see several organizations taking the Biden administration to court and saying, no, your power is not unlimited and this is far too much.
1: But you know what, Pete? I appreciate that we think the courts are the answer for everything, and we want the courts to be the, uh, the, quote, highest branch or the greatest branch of authority in America and stuff. But it just isn't true. The founding fathers expected checks and balances, but not always go to the court and depend on the court for everything. Look, Congress needs to impeach Joe over this. You don't have authority well, to spend money. We, the House, control the purse strings. We never gave you authority to do this. At all. And to do so is out of your lane, sir. And it's criminal. Well,
9: that's right. uh, In the sense that if you read the Federalist Papers, the intent was clear. The legislative branch elected through the Republic form of government by the people was to have the authority to collect or I'm sorry to levy taxes, to appropriate money, it was to originate in the house. Now there are all kinds of procedures that allow that to be bypassed so the Senate can do certain things. Massive parts of governing involving hundreds of billions, trillions of dollars have been ceded to the executive branch and Then, yes, as you say, we depend on the judicial branch to clean it up. But again, going back to the Federalist Papers, those two branches of government, the executive and the judicial, had roles. But the prime financial responsibility, spending tax dollars, determining how tax dollars would be collected, that was the legislative branch.
1: So let me be clear, if the president acts without authority and spends a half of a trillion dollars without authority, why are we going to the courts to clean it up when the House of Representatives, primarily the Congress, the legislative body, is supposed to hold him accountable and say, whoa, wait a minute, that's our lane, sir? No, no, no. Why isn't anyone speaking out like me on this? This is absolutely constitutional. This is not Sam Bushman on a crazy bender. This is documented till the cows come home, sir.
9: Well, it is. And uh, we have to say partisan politics, of course, are at play here. Could uh, members of Congress uh, speak out and say, we demand that the president uh, rescind this executive order that's going to implement all of these massive forgiveness procedures? Sure. Uh, You won't get any Democratic votes for it. You'll get some Republican votes, maybe all. Uh, You can't even count uh, necessarily on the GOP to stand together as one on very clear issues like these.
1: I get it, but you know what? You don't have to have a majority to carry the day. There were 5% uh, approximately in America who fought for the American Revolution. I'm not calling for revolution. I'm merely making a point of numbers. So don't take what I say out of context, enemies of the press or enemies of honest press. I'm just merely highlighting that we don't have to have a majority. I'm trying to highlight that reality, and I'm using a very poignant case in point. However, I don't call for revolution. I call for peaceful restoration. So do not mince my words. However, uh, I will say this. If even 100 Republicans in the House... And 10 senators from, maybe it's 25 senators from the Senate. Just say, in other words, about 25 to 30 percent or even 10 percent. What would you have to have? Uh, You know, five House members and five senators kind of a range. Okay, even that alone, ladies and gentlemen, if they stood together on national TV, they issued joint press releases. Every interview they got, they hammered on this. They went to every single new media taking center stage TV and radio show and hammered this point home. They, they couldn't stop <clears throat> the groundswell of American people saying this is going to stop. This is not going to happen. And I think there's enough Democrats and Republicans and independents uh, not elected, in other words, not p- playing partisan politics, not part of the deep state, that would back them and get involved and say no, 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 and hell no to the point where this would stop. But, see, I don't see well, anybody doing anything that would get that kind of momentum. I just hear a complaint here or there, golly, ain't Joe goofy. Golly, ain't Joe bad. Yes. Golly, um, next. We could create well, a ground yes. swell in a heartbeat if we really tried,
9: Pete. That's right. We need to focus. And let's think back to 1973-74 when the Impoundment uh, Control Act, the Budget uh, and Impoundment Control Act was passed, that was a specific response to President Richard Nixon at the time doing things that uh, were not in his authority uh, fiscally, impounding funds, withholding the expenditure of funds despite the fact that Congress specifically instructed how funds would be spent. There was outrage in Congress mainly on the Democratic side of the aisle, but you had some on the Republican side of the aisle saying, look, as this branch of government, as constitutionalists, as people who took an oath of office to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution, we can't allow this session of power to the president, so we're going to pass a law restraining him from doing so. The amount of money at issue then In 1973 and 74, when uh, this legislation was being crafted, amounted to probably a couple of billion dollars at the most. Now we're talking about $400 billion.
1: Well, and we may be talking a lot more than that, too, because the IRS created a bunch of penalties uh, relating to late filings when it came to uh, COVID time frame. Uh, And now they're saying $1.2 billion in forgiving of penalties and that Donald's going to go ahead and do that. See, where does the authority come from to do all these things? There isn't any authority. There is no proper delegation from the people or the contract, the Constitution. Zero. And then I bring this up and they say, Sam, you're a terrorist. You're a domestic threat, aren't you? And I say, are you off your rocker crazy? I'm talking about fundamental constitutional separations of powers. When we get back, we'll talk to Pete Sepp about that. Uh, And then I want to know what the Republicans are doing. All they want to do is wait to gear up to get elected and have you fund their campaign coffers to make a bunch of promises that'll never happen. Are they doing anything real on the ground to make a difference here? Inflation's out of control. Is it all Joe's fault? Pete seven Seconds from National Taxpayers Union, NTU.org on your radio.
5: Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8.44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a the lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries.
10: You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular The solution to so many of our problems, at all times, and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids.
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable radio talk show.
1: Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. With all this criminal activity going on, the Republicans, all they're saying is, golly, we don't have control and there's nothing we can do. Go ahead and please fill our campaign coffers. We'll go ahead and get elected and take care of bidding just for you. We'll go ahead and call a halt to all the con games. And it'll be you know, just wonderful. But they've lied to us so many times, it's not even funny, ladies and gentlemen. And now, literally, <laughs> massive shutoffs. One in six households are behind on their power bills because of the inflation. They want to just go ahead and put signs on your gas pump that say Joe did that uh, and make it a big partisan discussion. Folks, we've got to be smart enough to jettison this partisan politics, folks. It isn't Joe's fault uh, as much as it's, you know, everybody's fault, okay? Why are we in this mess? Because we're not holding politicians accountable because the the president can spend with reckless abandon and nobody supposedly can stop him or nobody will stop him. But you know what? Things are starting to reach critical mass when people can't pay their power bills and their electricity is going to be shut off. In the, suffer, people are going to, or the summer, people are going to die from heat. In the winter, they're going to die from cold. Uh, you know, if people can't get food, you know, where are we here? So here's the question, Pete Sepp. Are people behind the scenes, whatever you want to call it, really working towards solutions for this? Do we have a plan or is it just elect us so we can Newt Gingrich style fail again? Oh, where do you think we really are? Well, I
9: think all the pressure on the political establishment is going to have to come from where it's always come from, and that's from us through sometimes organizations. I can tell you this, Sam, there is a a gathering of organizations like National Taxpayers Union and counterparts well, well on the left of the political spectrum who have assembled something called the Power of the Purse Coalition, And power of the purse, well, uh, those words mean what they say as to the purpose of this coalition, which is to say that the legislative branch must reassert its authority over fiscal policy in this country. And we have done it before. Like I mentioned, in 1973-74, but unfortunately, that law is nearly 50 years old, and it's been chipped away at year after year by an executive branch and sometimes a judicial branch that wants to grab power over how we're taxed and how we spend money. This coalition is dedicated to saying no. The legislative branch is primary when it comes to fiscal policy. We are pressuring members of Congress, both Democrats and Republicans, to recognize that constitutional fact and do their constitutional duty. You had mentioned how are we going to get uh, a, a group of lawmakers to stand up and affirm that principle and do it day after day. I think this coalition is one way we can move forward and do that. And we gotta Amen. do that. Amen. Now, now listen,
1: this is both sides of the aisle, folks. There's a group democracy or preserving democracy that's part of this as well. I don't even think we have a democracy, but that's a debate for another day. We have a constitutional republic. <laughs> if you don't believe me, just go pledge allegiance and you'll find out there's no democracy in it, but there is to the republic. Just so you know. Nevertheless, I digress. Um, I want to highlight this though. Power of the Purse Coalition shares twenty twenty-two priorities with Congress. This is huge. Nobody knows this is even happening. But just imagine if we could get the people behind that, Pete.
9: That's right. That's exactly right. And okay, you just pointed this out, Sam. We are not going to agree on everything in this coalition. Many of these organizations have massive expansionist agendas for government. Okay, we're going to set that aside right now and say, regardless of what your agenda is, for public policy in this country, shouldn't things that involve the public fisc begin in Congress rather than the other branches of government and especially begin with the House? But let me be very clear. Not only
1: begin, ladies and gentlemen, but remain. Pete? That's right.
9: That's right. And, of course, the Senate has a role. But, you know, you've seen this erosion too, Sam. It's not just... Legislative versus executive branch, a lot of it has to do with House versus Senate. Tax bills, according to the Constitution, originate in the House. But there's a procedure called redlining that allows the United States Senate to effectively originate tax bills. The House just says, ah, well, go ahead. It's expedient.
1: By the way, hold on. Unconstitutionally allows them to do this. Let's be clear. Yes. Yes, and then, and then we
9: wonder why other parts of the Constitution are trampled upon. The, the process exists for a reason. The Constitution as a document exists for a reason. It's not to make things inconvenient for everybody here in Washington. It's to set down rules that we're all supposed to follow because when we do that, we get the best possible government.
1: Amen. So let's highlight a couple of things that the power of the purse Coalition, when they've shared some of their ideas or some of the recommendations, priorities, if you will, with Congress. Let's highlight what a couple of them are, because I really believe if we could tie this to the people through the new media, circumvent the mainstream press, which just seems to be stuck on stupid And we can literally focus on these priorities. Just imagine what we the people could get done, Pete Sepp, uh, with NTU.org as a partner and others on both sides of the aisle, setting aside partisan politics and demanding accountability. Think what we could get done. What are the priorities?
9: Yes. Well, one priority, of course, is to restore some of the limits on presidential budget-making authority that once existed through the 1974 Uh, Budget and Impoundment Control Act. I mean, that's that's very important. You know, these are laws that were established to bring in what I would say are guardrails on the way that uh, Congress does its business and the way that the executive branch does its business. We also want to build upon what's happened with uh, the Taxpayers' Right to Know Act Uh, that was recently passed and provides taxpayers with more information on where government is spending money and where it's taking revenues from. We want access to congressionally mandated reports. Uh, There's legislation right now that would say, okay, if Congress orders a report to be made from the executive branch, don't keep it a secret. Taxpayers are footing the bill for it. Unless there are massive uh, national intelligence concerns, that something might be revealed, why can't we know what these reports are all about? We need uh, also to pass what's called the Congressional Power of the Purse Act. And uh, what that is, um, which recently passed the House, by the way, it improves Congress's ability to exercise oversight and enforce laws that ensure the executive branch keeps in line, keeps in its lane, when it comes to uh, the budget apportionment process. Um, Those are all very important things that we need to do. Uh, We need to reform also the National Emergencies Act. This is when the president can declare a national emergency and suddenly things like uh, the legislative process over appropriations can go out the window. The president has a great deal more authority uh, through executive orders under national emergencies to move money around and uh, do things with tax policy that the president would never otherwise be able to do. And this has happened in several instances, especially since uh,
1: 9-11. Ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you a question. Did you realize liberals care about this? Did you realize that liberals or some on the left side of the aisle, as well as the right side, or whatever partisan divide, or whatever uh, you know, political divide, or or theological divide, or or you know, fiscal divide, or whatever you want to say. Did you realize that people are coming together through the power of the purse coalition, and they're working on this? Are you aware that they put 22 uh, priorities, 2022 priorities, before Congress? Are you aware that this is all happening? See, I submit to you that the mainstream press is derelict in their duty, as part of the problem here. We've got to connect these dots and get the backing by we the people for this kind of stuff. Pete Sepp doing a phenomenal job, but he needs your help, people. NTU.org, it's financial, but it's more than that. It's spreading the word. It's making sure people are aware. It's calling your congressmen and senators and saying, hey, are you part of this thing? If not, why? Uh, What are we doing to advance this? How come I haven't seen you on Neil Camuto or somebody else talking about it? What's going on? You have a thousand people. From every district were to do that instantly you would see a sea change pete yeah you
9: would and that's the old saying sam if uh, members of congress feel the heat they'll see the light and yes there are thousands of things to occupy their attention from the war in ukraine to the federal reserve and what they're up to to try and control inflation okay all of that is important but our Constitution is the bedrock of it all. If we can't get that right, retain and restore respect for the Constitution and the limits that were put on government, uh, we're not going to be able to have conversations over much more of those policies for much longer.
1: With NTU and others on the beat, us in the media, them and their tax reform and, and education and solutions and with people like that, we've got to tie this together so people get it. But with all of us working at it, folks, we can't fail. I know it seems like, you know what, there's jackals on every side and we're going down. I know it feels like that, but that's the way they want you to feel. Feel differently. Have hope. Take your hope and put that hope into faith and make faith an action word. That's what we the people need to do. That's our part. That's our role. That's one of the greatest checks and balances America's ever known that other countries don't realize. We, the people, can join together. And by the power of the purse, through Congress, our delegated representatives, and by the power of the people, our greater numbers, we will achieve success. Pete, I have no doubt. That's why we got to keep working at it and never give up, sir.
9: That's right. And that is the beauty of our system. We can thank God Almighty for it, that we have the ability to effect change, to restore protections against out-of-control government. There are other societies, other governments in the world that do not permit it. We don't need revolution here, as you say. We simply need to exercise the powers that we have peacefully to maintain the system that has served us well for so long.
1: And anybody who tells you it can't be done, say the Savior's words. Get thee behind me. Because it can be done, ladies and gentlemen. Our society. Our people are absolutely resilient. We've been through tough times in America before and every time we come out smelling like a rose and we turn to God, focus on family and protect our country. The supreme law of the land is the blueprint to get that done. Partnering with people like Pete Sepp, president of National Taxpayers Union, NTU.org is the way to Washington for the average man. You don't need to have Mr. Smith go to Washington. You need to have Mr. Smith stand with those who are in Washington and who are putting together appropriate, peaceful solutions to right the Republican to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers. Pete Sepp, do you have a, a final word for everybody?
9: Yes. We have seen over 52 years of our history success, and we've seen failure. In fact, more failures than successes. But that's what makes the successes all the sweeter. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of persistence. But we wouldn't have it any other way because, again, the victories that we win through hard work are better and more permanent and more lasting for this generation and others. we got to get to work.
1: The best part, ladies and gentlemen, is you have a role to play. I know that seems daunting and overwhelming at times, but you know what? That is the good news, that you can make a difference. Thanks so much. God save the republic. Thanks, Pete.